0: Hey, guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So today's episode is episode 233. And today's episode is quite special because it is the first client episode of 2022. And I'm delighted to have one of our amazing clients, Kira, on. And Kira has an amazing story. And she's so open and honest about her, her background, and so open and honest where she's come from and the kind of mindset uh, changes that she's had. So before I kinda of go into the episode itself and before I let kind of Kira to kind of take it away and explain her amazing story and, and, and that side of things, just want to make a make a quick announcement that we have opened up a coaching spots for the 2022. So if you are interested in working with ourselves on anything from H A, PCOS, losing weight, gaining weight, gaining back your cycle, gaining muscle, whatever it may be, whatever the goal may be, and you wanna have a chat. And you're serious about having a chat, then if you want to head over to Ashen Fitness on Instagram, pop us a DM, or if you want to head over to www.ashenwatchfitness.com, we also have the amazing new launch of our nutrition clinic, which where we offer one one off consultations, or recurring consultations for anyone who is struggling and wants nutrition advice and wants to be pointed in the right direction with anything regarding HAPCOS, anything maybe. Uh, with staying in our lane and we will give you guidance on what to what where you are at and what we can kind of tweak and if it's recurring then it is but if it's a one-off and we can point you in the right direction happy days so we've limited spaces for january so if you're looking to do that uh the website www.shanewalshfitness.com or head over to the link in my bio or the link at the bottom of the episode so i hope you guys enjoyed the episode with the amazing one of our clients Kira. Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So, today's episode is the first client episode of 2022. So, that's weird to say because we're recording in early December. So, today's episode is one with one of our amazing clients and members of Team Messelbluff, Kira. So, Kira has been working with Jane for the last little while. And I think this is an incredible journey. And it's an incredibly brave thing to come on to the podcast. And we're talking off air about that kind of side stuff and, and the journey. But before we wanted to go into it, we were kind of like, well, let's just say before the actual episode, but Kira, thank you so much for coming on. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: So Kira, I'm going to let you do your little kind of like elevator pitch and tell us your little story about who you are and why you kind of got in touch and uh, the, 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 the how we helped and all that kind of, side of stuff.
1: Okay. Um, so I suppose... How I ended up here is from listening to the other SWF podcasts and particularly it's the client profile or the client interview ones that always kind of had the most impact on me or resonated with me a little bit because they're real people um, and that's how I ended up with Jane or with SWF but I to go right back to the start and um, never had the best relationship with food, I suppose is the best way of putting it. Like as a child, as a really fussy eater, a child and a teenager. Um probably broke my parents' hearts. So if they're listening, I'm sorry. (laughs) But it was, yeah, I really didn't didn't like eating, didn't like eating much. Um and then as I kind of got a bit older, kind of heading for college, started to eat a bit more, but it wouldn't have been the most nutritional of foods. Um, then I moved to Abu Dhabi eight years ago and um, when I moved here where I am currently um, when I moved here the lifestyle it's such a big change um, and I think I was eating more again not nutritional food I was kind of undernourishing if that makes sense so eating like a rice cake and I'd have rice cakes and that would just I'd be like oh it'll keep me going and that was kind of my mindset like it was just keeping me going as opposed to fuel as Jane would call it and you know what your body actually needs. I was just seeing it as if I'm full I'll be fine um, and that's obviously not healthy. So that kind of carried on I suppose and over here there's my walking like my just general my activity kind of dipped a lot. Um, everything is like a taxi here or there or you're driving. I suppose I wasn't aware of it at the time, because I don't even think Fitbits were a thing back then. <laughs> um, so, you know, nobody tracked steps, it wasn't really a kind of popular thing to do. Um, and slowly but surely, everything caught up with me, I suppose the, the years of undernourishing, and then the years of eating, not the best foods. Um, and I did put on a bit of weight, but Maybe to other people, they might have thought that I had put on weight. But to me, I wasn't happy. Um, and I think the most important thing is I knew that I wasn't healthy. And that was actually more important than how I looked. How I looked was part of it. Everyone wants to look great and feel great. But I knew that it was like the overall health side of things. I was like, I can't live like this. I can't keep going on. Um, and I suppose a lot of people have probably said it to me or not a lot, but the closest people to me had probably tried to mention it here and there in conversations. I was definitely in denial. It, it was a touchy subject. I was always like, no, I'm fine. Leave me alone. And it took it, it. I think you have to be ready to make a change. And I know that sounds so like cliche, but all of those years, I, I never was ready. I never wanted to make a change because I thought everything was fine. And, then when I eventually realised everything's not fine, I need I can't live like this, and um, that's kind of when I reached out to SWF. Um, I've skipped a couple of years there in between, so I, I did kind of work with other coaches before, but it was short-term fixes. Um, I was on low calories and not necessarily, which didn't come with like the education that I have now from Jane. So. It was kind of low calories, but no awareness of how much protein I might need or how much fiber I might need. Um, it was just kind of like, there's a, here's a certain number and you just can't go past that number. If you, if you stay under that number, you're going to lose weight, which is probably what a lot of people out there are doing right now. Um, but it's, it wasn't healthy. I was holding on to a certain number of calories like every day for the weekend. So I could have a few drinks or a takeaway which meant that during the week, I I don't, looking back, I don't know how I survived. I wasn't eating a lot at all. And it was, yeah, it was low and it wasn't good. I did lose weight and it was great. I felt skinny for want of a better word. But as soon as I kind of stopped that, I was back at square one and I was feeling even unhealthier and I put back on a bit of weight. Um, And yeah, like I said, I was listening to some of your podcasts and. I remember that first time i followed your instagram and you sent me a dm straight away don't know if you remember but i was like oh this is really nice not many you know people that you follow would would do that so it seemed kind of i was like oh maybe this is one i need to look into um i'm not trying to sell it to anyone don't worry <laughs> but that's just how i felt um and yeah this is where i've ended up
0: happy days no i remember sending that i remember sending the dms because if, if generally if if people follow if they may not get one after a week or so but they 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 generally get some sort of dm just saying thanks and if the content is for them the content is for them but one of the main things there's so much to kind of like go through and i think i'm going to start with kind of like the one main one of the main goals that you came with us at the beginning was in relation to your wedding and kind of getting yourself wedding ready whatever that looks like to, to, to 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 the person that whatever it is but you've had to adapt and kind of like deal with the uncertainty. Plus you're in a different country, um, which adds more stress onto the situation. How did you kind of adapt to getting the wedding being moved and then altering your goal? Or was it kind of like leaning on Jane and getting Jane to kind of hone in a little bit more?
1: Yeah, so you're right. But one of my goals was to get wedding ready. Um, That is still a goal because it still hasn't happened. Um, but it will. A couple of months left to go. Um, And that was a a stressful time. I suppose I tried to see it as like, oh, it's fine. But internally, it was was stressful. Um, And it could have very easily ended up being just complete eating whatever I wanted, stopping, going to the gym, feeling sorry for myself. But thankfully, because of Jane's support, she's such a great way of looking at things. And one of the big things she always speaks about to me is self-care and listening to your body, which maybe I didn't do before. If, you know, if you, if I said oh, I have to go to the gym four times a week, I would just maybe I wouldn't force myself, but I would go. But I wouldn't. I'd be there in body, but not in mind. It was just going through the motions and um, kind of watching my clock being like, have I done 30 minutes? Is 30 minutes enough? Can I leave yet? So there was no purpose behind it. So it could have very easily slipped back into that. But Jane is great at just being like, if you don't feel like it, if you feel like coming home from work and just relaxing, then do it because that's obviously what your body needs. Um, and she helped me kind of work in a little bit of yoga, a little bit of stretching and walking as opposed to like pushing my body too much. And that really helped. And then that helped me to keep my food. I don't want to say on track, but to keep, you know eating well and nourishing myself because actually, it was the things like the protein and the fiber that I learned so much from Jane about how important they are. And it's, it's so as soon as you have a, I don't know, like a takeaway or a higher calorie meal, yeah, it tastes great, but you do kind of feel like you, you can feel it's doing to your body. And I'm not, I still eat them all the time. I'm not saying don't, but in moderation. So, whereas I don't know now what I'm saying think I'm saying is Jane helped me to kind of understand that it's not just all or nothing it's like one one higher calorie meal or one more enjoyable meal isn't going to ruin all of your progress or even a couple of days of just looking after yourself isn't going to to ruin the progress so I suppose the wedding is still a goal um and I've just tried to flip my mindset, and I'm like, it's great. I have even longer now to, you know, reach my goals and hopefully feel and look even better. Um, yeah, I think I've answered the question. I don't know.
0: You have, you have, you definitely have. But I think one of the the the, the big thing that you kind of mentioned there was kind of getting away or dismantling the the kind of all or nothing approach. Is there anything that really stands out? that kind of jane is kind of implemented or that you've kind of latched on to i was kind of like well i can have this takeaway i can have one drink i can go out in the night out with my friends like is there anything one thing that kind of really stands out that's kind of like that you wish you had heard maybe three four five years ago whatever maybe
1: um probably not one thing there's probably loads of things but that in itself is just like I used to have a mindset and maybe a lot of people do of if you've had, I don't know, one, let's just say, oh, you had a muffin that morning and then you're like, oh, well, I've had a muffin now. So I'm just going to continue eating what I want for the rest of the day because I've ruined it now. And so it's changing the mindset. That's probably the biggest thing is mindset change that Jane has helped me with. Whereas now I'm like, I want a muffin or whatever, be it a bag of crisps. Then I have one. And it's so it's not restricting yourself because I feel like the more I restricted things or I was saving them for the weekend the more I craved them whereas now I I don't restrict anything if I want something I'll have it and I actually don't crave it anymore so my weekends are a lot more balanced and on par with how I would eat during the week because it's not like saving everything and eating very little during the week to then go all out at the weekend um so I suppose yeah it's completely gone from all or nothing to balanced and some days or some weeks the balance could be like 80 20 some weeks it could be 40 60 it it totally depends um but I think it's the mindset that was that's the biggest change and Jane's just helped in terms of not helping you to see that you've not done something wrong and to not feel guilty like food guilt and knowing that it's okay to to eat what you want like listen to your body and stop when you're full and all of those things has kind of been a big big change
0: i love that i love that kind of like if you don't restrict you won't crave i love that line because i think we i think living the big thing for a lot of people is kind of like oh, well, i a crave carbs or I crave sugar or I crave chocolate it's like well if you include them on a daily basis or more often you probably won't want them as much it's kind of like it's doing the opposite of what's potentially been advised in the past and kind of going with what what were you doing as a kid you were probably having those things as a kid some kids were um and some weren't but it's kind of realizing that you're better off nourishing as you've, you've mentioned the word nourish a few times there um but you've also done something which i think is it's, it's probably going to baffle a few people is which is you've you're actually eating more now and probably looking leaner and people are kind of like hang on what what sort of witchcraft is going on here can you kind of explain how this has changed your headspace around kind of training and nutrition
1: absolutely it's If someone had said it to me before, I would have been like, what kind of magic is that? Or how how are you doing it? It works, I promise. Um, Initially, when Jane kind of gave me an idea of a calorie range, I remember looking at it and thinking, oh, my God, I'll never be able to eat that much food because I was coming from a place of undernourishing or not eating a huge amount regularly. Um, And slowly but surely, I, I was managing to eat. That much food, and it wasn't that it was, you know, that, my, that many calories worth of a pizza. It was that also the breakdown of the nutrition behind it. So, a set amount of protein or a target, a target of fiber. Fiber is not something I've ever, ever in my life thought about tracking or considered how much I was having. And um, so, when I did start tracking them, it was such a shock. It was like, oh my god I'm not getting like any really or you know in some days I wasn't getting any protein or very very little so that was kind of eye-opening um and yeah I almost I think it's like the fuel so it's I needed those higher calories to fuel my body because I was like now I'm doing kind of a set number of workouts in a week sometimes less sometimes it's more but everything it's amazing the difference. Like I can sleep so much better. I have so much more energy. It's crazy. I'm stronger, which I never, ever thought I would be someone who would say that. Um, I even just, again, crazy. I can't believe the words are coming out of my mouth. But I now go to the gym before I work some days. So that's like being in there for 5 a.m. So it's like getting up at 4.50, which is crazy. But actually, I'm ready. I've had such a good sleep. I'm up. And if I could just bottle that feeling, I said this to Jane last week before I went to work that morning, it's like, if I could bottle this feeling and sell it, like I would buy it myself. And it's, it's such a great feeling, but I don't think I could do any of that if I wasn't eating enough. I definitely, I know I couldn't because I was always so tired, dragging myself out of bed. Even if I'd had seven or eight hours, my body just didn't have the fuel that it needed Um. And it was scary. It was really scary at the start thinking, I have to eat more. She wants me to eat more food, but she's saying it's going to help me to, you know, look better or to to lose body fat. And it just doesn't seem to add up. But actually, the more you eat, your metabolism becomes better. You've got more energy. And so, yeah, it's working.
0: Yeah, I think, obviously, People know that kind of like if you eat less than your body needs, you're going to lose weight. If you eat more than your body needs, you're going to gain weight. But I think what a lot of people do struggle with is probably not eating enough regularly enough. And it has something to do with kind of like breaking the around like that. It's more so that you're steadying your blood sugar so you don't eat the wall and the press and eat your cat when you get home. That's what we don't want to happen. Um, How do you reassure yourself on the self-talk and the kind of like you talk about compassion, which is Jane's baby to a T um, and nourishing your body? I've kind of like, well, I have to, I'm I'm kind of like trusting the process. And Was there anything that you kind of said to yourself that landed really big for you, like by getting protein up and getting more variety and slowly getting calories up? Your energy was going up. Your sleep was better. Your gym was better. Was there anything that kind of stands out in particular in, in that kind of side of things?
1: Me again. Say it again. What What is it that we're trying to pinpoint?
0: We're trying to say, like, what did you? How did you reassure yourself along the way that this was the way to go?
1: Okay. Um. Honestly, it was it was a lot of trust, and that's scary because you're trusting. Trusting someone like Jane that, you know, I've only met a couple of months ago, but then also trusting myself. So it, it was kind of just like, I knew I'd lost weight before, but in a short amount of time and it hadn't worked. So it was also taking that kind of past experience and be like, well, that didn't work. So let's try this. Um, and it did take time and, it, you know, took a couple of, probably two, like a uh, two months, I'd say to feel like okay I actually think I'm, I'm getting somewhere now and it was as soon as you start to see results be it physically or a change in your body or feeling better it kind of spurred me on to keep going and um, one of the things that Jane says regularly is like action inspires motivation um, and I think that that was also key so if I was having a bit of a down day I would just could like make myself as like, come on, you know, you're going to feel good afterwards. The endorphins, and so that was probably a big part of it was that I just trust in it and keep going because you know, in the long run, it's going to pay off, it will like reap the benefits per se.
0: I love that action inspires motivation because Jane does say that quite, quite she
1: does. and now I say it to everyone I meet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like I think because. I think, especially when you're kind of like, if you're feeling fatigued all the time, which you kind of wear because there wasn't enough fuel pit stops, as should say, throughout the day to kind of top up your fuel, you're going to feel tired. If you're not sleeping, you're going to feel tired. And that's when kind of motivation can kind of get blamed on. It's kind of like, no, look at the bigger picture side of things. And one of the big things that kind of people struggle with is, and I know I've been there myself, is if you miss a session or if you have a few meals out, or if you have a few drinks that it won't impact your progress too much. Have you got any advice to anyone or if you're talking to yourself, I don't know, maybe five, six months ago or a year ago, have you had any advice that you would, that you've learned from this that you would give to yourself then?
1: Yeah, loads. Um, <laughs> but I suppose it would, it would be life's too short, like go and enjoy yourself and go out with your friends and, but just don't do the dog, I suppose. Like, go and enjoy your drinks, but then the next day, go for a walk. Have, you know, have your oats and or whatever you enjoy regularly rather than opting for the higher calorie meals. And I keep saying high, higher calories, but you know what I mean. Opting for like the, the less nourishing choice is probably a better way of describing it. Um, and just knowing that that's okay. Like, sometimes we eat. I think I sound like Jane again. Sometimes we eat for nourishment. Sometimes we, we eat for sometimes we eat to be to be happy. Sometimes we eat just to enjoy it. And that it's okay. All of those are equally okay in just having a balance of them. Um but the biggest one is yeah, it's just it's the balance. It's if I want if I'm going out for dinner during the week, that's absolutely fine. And during that day I'll just eat normally instead of barely eating or you know having a banana to keep me going because I'm going out for dinner, whereas now I'll have my breakfast and a snack and my lunch and then I'll go out for dinner because it's it's more routine. It's my body's not going to be worried that I'm not going to feed it for six or seven hours. Um so it's it's building all of that into a normal life, I suppose. Um and again with the drinks, it's just you still have a few drinks. Um enjoy a glass of wine or whatever but it's what comes after that again the next day going for a walk or going to the gym if if you're up for it and just not kind of seeing it as like self-sabotage not letting those things per se like ruin or having the mindset that oh I've ruined it now so that's that's a big change as well and that would probably be the advice I'd give myself or anyone that like it's okay to go and do these things just carry on as normal the next day or, you know, the morning after, as opposed to completely turning everything on its head.
0: I love that. I love the sentence you said at the very beginning, which is life is too short. I, I, yeah. I think I, I think that's, I think we've realized that over like maybe the last kind of two years in particular with what's, what's happening and stuff and dieting's difficult enough without you taking the food out that you enjoy or removing the few drinks that you have, um, or your social life and stuff. Like we've had our social lives taken off us and things are open back up for how long, we don't know, but it's, it's kind of like, it's what you do on average. Like the, the example I always use is if you're saving for a mortgage, you didn't get on your first paycheck. If you did happy days to you, congratulations. Uh, but it's what you do over consistency, it's what you do over time that gets you to that end goal. So think about what your end goal is, what do you need to do each month to get to that goal? What do you need to do each week to get to that goal? And as you simply put it, is well, I'm just gonna reset. I'm just gonna go back to what I had been doing. If I'm a little bit hungover, I can just clear my cobwebs and go for a walk. And if I need and just go back on to what you were doing, um, which I think is huge. Um you we're kind of coming up to Christmas when this episode's being recorded and one of the things you were working at with Jane at the minute is maintenance Um, can you explain what maintenance is to you and what maintenance is and why maintenance is sexy too yes I can try and explain if I get it
1: right if I don't describe it I'll
0: tell you don't worry I'll I'll recap at the end don't worry
1: yeah and So you're right, it's coming up to Christmas, which is exciting and uncertain all in itself. Um, But the past few weeks, it's been a bit more of a fat loss goal. So coming into Christmas, I, I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to be tracking calories and like with fat loss in mind. I want to go home and enjoy seeing my family and my friends and got my hen party, touch wood, if everything stays open. So there's lots of social things coming up. And I just want to be normal, I suppose. For me, maintenance is eating a little bit more than I am now, but not, you know, still exercising, still eating mindfully, but not being in a specific calorie deficit, would I be right?
0: Yeah, maintenance yep. is generally just what your body needs to kind of stay around the same circle, like circle the same way. But I think what you said about maintenance for you is potentially just sticking to the same routine, you know, just including a little bit more variety, a little bit more few drinks, a little bit more meals. That's essentially what maintenance is for most people, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like it comes with its own kind of the the scary elements. Is I'm not going to have access to a gym when I'm at home, whereas I have one here every day. So that's going to be a change but I know that equally I'll be doing a lot more walking because we live by the beach and you know there's lovely places to get out and about as compared to here there isn't really that many places to walk so it's it's just going to balance itself out in other ways Um, I'm not going to be making drastic changes with what I'm eating now kind of I know what I like I hopefully feel like I have a good idea now of how much protein I need and And just to make sure that that's always kind of in the back of my mind is in in my meals, like thinking about how much protein am I getting? Even if I don't know the specific amount, it's just being mindful of what's the kind of the base of this meal. And then the the veggies or which I'm still not great with veggies, but I'm trying. And I think it's important to say that, that like, it's not like I'm, I now eat like just chicken and broccoli. That's absolutely not it at all. Um, it's it's more in eating what I enjoy, and but whilst making sure that that's good for me.
0: Yeah, good for it. good for you in a way that kind of nourishes the soul, nourishes the body. Um How have you kind of adapted to like I know that you were kind of saying that you were kind of a bit, bit of a fussy eater as a, as a kid. I think a lot of us were. I definitely was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and veggies was my thing too. I just didn't really like a lot of veg um so it's funny now me pushing on pushing veg on clients (laughs) uh how did you kind of work with that on with 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 that side of things or any advice to kind of anyone to kind of kind of move away from that side
1: i think to be honest like i really did not like any veg i was super super fussy yeah really fussy i think i just kind of got to the point where i was like well look i'm just gonna have to try it like Everyone else that I know eats it. So it can't be that bad. Like, it's not like it's going to poison you. Um, And it was a a lot of it was kind of things I built up in my head over the years, like the smell of something or the texture of something. So I kind of, it was just like baby steps, just trying different bits and pieces. Like, this is really funny, but I remember trying a carrot, like when I was in college and the girls were like laughing at me because they would, you know, it's just something they eat all the time. Um, and then once I found ones that I liked, I kind of was like, OK, it's going to cling on to these. And even now, like I'm still one of my goals a while ago was to try something new, like regularly, just to try and introduce more into my diet. Um, so my advice would be just try it, like forget about whatever going on in your head and all those little voices or what you think it's going to taste like it's not going to kill you basically. And if you don't like it, fine, you don't need to eat it, but at least you've tried. Um, so for me, yeah, like making soup and smoothies, that definitely helps me get up my veg intake because I, like I said, I'm still not great. There's specific ones that I do eat, but others I like to put into soup or into a smoothie because at least I'm getting the nutrients that way. Um, so I think that would be my advice. Just try it. Why
0: have you got to lose? Yeah, I think it is. Like, especially if someone doesn't necessarily like the texture of a certain vegetable, you can blend it if needs be. Um, and people will probably come back and say, you're going to lose the fiber content, you increase the sugar content or whatever it may be is. The fiber content doesn't decrease or increase. The sugar will probably a little bit increase. But these bigger pictures at play, if you're, the, if you're someone that's potentially gonna in the piss three times a week there's bigger pictures to play i'd probably rather get more fruit into my body than potentially a little bit more drink in my body yeah, so that, like
1: it's better than not having them at all isn't
0: it bingo um yeah. you wrote a you wrote something on your check-in I think last week the week just gone yeah last week Jane sent this to me. So Jane's kind of like the queen of kind of like sharing these little messages that you guys have because Jane's very like compassion and kind of mindset, kind of that way that she's oriented. And she has her group of clients in Team FWF, which are like squad goals, as we call them. Mm-hmm. And she she sent me this message. And I know she shared this with you because you guys had it like a, a pre a pre-warm-up match uh, chat um she mentioned that you want um, when on your first on the on the welcome sheet that you filled in you said you want to feel proud and confident um do you want to share what you wrote in your last check in and link it back to realizing that you actually didn't realize you said yes
1: yeah, so i believe it or not i did write that in my kind of application i don't remember writing it i like i know i filled out the application but i couldn't tell you word for word what i had put in there other than kind of I knew why I wanted to apply. Um, so when I spoke to Jane yesterday, we were having a bit of a chat ahead of this podcast to calm the nerves. Um, but it was also a bit of a check-in as well. And I had actually written last week. So Jane always asks me or us like me to put three things that you're proud of this week, which sometimes is a struggle, but actually yeah. it's really good reflect like time to reflect because if you can't think of three things that you're like come on there has to be three things that you're you're proud of and if you can't I think you're being too hard on yourself um and there there has been weeks where I'm like I've got two I can't think of a third one and then Jane will list off loads of things and I'm like, okay need to be kinder to myself <laughs> um but yeah I, I wrote that, that I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of what I see and like when I look in the mirror and who I am now um and I didn't remember writing that in the application. So when Jane kind of connected the two yesterday, I was like, "Wow!" It's like, "Oh my gosh, we've just achieved one of the the big goals." And um, so that was kind of a almost like a light bulb moment, I'd say. Yesterday, I was like, "This is great!" I don't even remember writing that. And now I'm at a place where, if you had said to me six months ago, "This is how you're going to feel," I, I probably wouldn't have believed you. I, I would, or I wouldn't have believed that. I would have gotten here was enjoying myself, eating lovely food, you know, going out with socially having drinks. I don't think I would have believed that you're going to feel proud and proud of yourself and happy and healthy by doing all of these things.
0: Yeah. So it was, I think that's incredibly open and honest that you kind of were in the position to kind of, to write that because I know with that that box is generally the hardest part of the jacket give yourself credit for three things as irish people we're not great at giving ourselves credit for one thing and it's funny when you kind of reel back like what has been your wins to your clients or whatever like that they kind of step was like oh yeah that's that's a win I've, I've i've exercised each day i've brought my kid i've cooked, done cooking with my kid or i've had more water this week or I've gone and got my nails done or I've had a date night or whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be fitness related. Um there's a little more than life to fitness and nutrition. I, it's a news update. <laughs> there's more than life to fitness and nutrition. And I think it's incredibly proud and you should be incredibly proud of yourself for for what you've done for giving yourself the confidence that you 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 were kind of looking for and you were kind of looking for for a while. Um, but as you said, at the very beginning was like you needed to be in that kind of headspace and, and mindset to kind of and was there like an epiphany for you to kind of say right this is what i need to do or would you have any advice for someone that like this is going to be going out in january would you have any advice for anyone that's potentially looking to start somewhere or start or just wait for an epiphany to happen like there's there's two sides to it that a lot of people kind of like sit on one, either, one side of the other
1: yeah um I don't I don't know if it was an epiphany or more of a kind of a a build-up of I know I need to do something I know I need to do something but just not having the, I suppose confidence like you said or having the willpower to just be like right this is it like let's make a change for the better um epiphany no I would say it was for me it was more like build-up of little things even just seeing like a photograph and thinking oh my gosh or you know after eating something and think being like come on kiri you can do better than this so it was it was a lot of li- little bits and pieces for me but if we're thinking forward to after christmas and you know what january is like everybody kind of new-, new year's resolutions and wants to get on a, a fitness buzz or healthy eating maybe this is the wrong thing to say but i'm going to say that if you're only doing it because it's the start of january don't because like, it has to be, you want, you have to want to make that change long-term. It's, it's not just a new year's resolution that is going to, you know, the gyms are packed at the start of every January, be the person who's going to be in the gym in March still. It's, it's almost like, yeah, You I think you have to want to make the change, but if you're worried about making the change or you're scared and, or you don't think that you're going to be that person in March. like just have the confidence to reach out for help there's there's so many people out there who are so experienced in the industry and who can provide support and it's not it doesn't have to be about going to the gym it it could just be about exercising more in terms of more steps or swimming you know there's there's so much to it um I would just say like have that confidence in yourself and like you said as Irish people we always kind of we're like, oh, sure, what, what have I done that's great? Or someone gives us a compliment, we kind of backlash it with a, you know, shrug it off kind of. But it's do it for you, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Because um, if you don't do it for you, nobody else will.
0: I love that because we, the episode before this one, the first episode of 2022, myself, Jane and Dallas had a conversation about kind of like what to do in January and what advice to do. And we said the exact same thing that you just said. Is If you're, and it's anti what we probably should be saying of like, well, no, it's kind of like, well, most people were like, oh, start in January and they'll sign up with a coach or whatever, but they're probably not going to be there in February or March. That's not, yes. what, that's not going to be a benefit to yourself. It's kind of looking at what have you done every other year? You've probably done that same thing. So why not say to yourself, right, rather than going to the gym seven times in the first week, and restricting every single element of your life. I know there's probably going to be a, a drink ban by a lot of people as well, and that's up to them. That's whatever they want to do. But do the opposite of what you technically have been doing. You're better off going to the gym three times a week in a month rather than going seven times and never being able to walk again for that week. Yes. Again, for the first two weeks, I've been there. It's not a fun time. But like, if you, if you think that this is going to be a short, quick, quick fix and you're in a position where you potentially are looking to lose weight for health reasons or for fertility issues or manage hormones or whatever it may be it can take time and that's the it it hurts hurts humans brains to figure out that like things are going to take time you don't become ceo overnight in your job like that's the biggest thing you don't get a mortgage in your first paycheck you didn't buy your car in your first paycheck things take time and it's just like if you're solely basing your goal on on a weighing scales as well it's going to be more difficult trying to move it away from the scales is difficult. If you're going for going back to certain clubs, you're going for like keto or any of those kind of things. And you haven't worked before change the approach. If you're someone who's potentially, well, I've lost six stone and I've put back on five or whatever it may be. The next sentence is going to probably trigger you is you need to change the outcome and you need to change the, the, the behavior towards it in that it's, everyone can lose weight, but potentially it was too fast. You could potentially go from Dublin to drive from Dublin to go away at 120 miles an hour and burn out your tank and burn out your engine, or else you can go Dublin to go away at potentially 100 kilometres or 90 kilometres, a little bit slower, but you're not going to destroy your engine. And that's that's the comparison. Um, is there anything else you want to kind of talk about here, or is there anything else that you kind of want to add in or any advice? As
1: well, you know, we stop talking, I'll probably be like why didn't I say that? Or, There's so many things that come to mind, but I suppose just that you mentioned there, like it's not about weight and. It's, it's not about weight and if I've you know if I've said weight I kind of just generally mean you know what I mean like fat loss essentially but something that kind of as well I don't know if Jane told you at when we spoke yesterday we were just having a chat and I it wasn't for me about losing a specific amount or a, a set goal it it wasn't that at all that's kind of a bonus but she asked me she was like do you know like in terms of centimeters or inches what you have lost since we've started working together and I I said no because I don't I genuinely have never gone back and tried to do the the calculations because it's I don't know I suppose it's just not ever crossed my mind it wasn't something that was the goal so when she said it to me I was like oh wow like didn't even realize so I think that's probably important to say as well that like you don't have to be somebody who who wants to lose a specific amount of weight or it it, it's about everything it's kind of the the holistically like how you feel inside how how healthy you are your your hair your nails your skin your sleep it's it's a bit of everything and actually the the aesthetics is just the bonus and that's kind of what I think is also important to just just mention put it out there
0: It is. And I think what you fit the nail on the head and it's an amazing way to sum it up is like life is more than the scales where the least interesting thing about you. And if you're energized, if your libido is up, if you're more comfortable in your own skin, you're feeling better in your your clothes, feel better for your wedding dress or whatever it may be coming up. That doesn't suit your weight. (laughs) It's how you feel in yourself. You don't go into a shop looking for a size 70 kilos. You go into a shop looking for a certain size or something that, fits nice on you there's different brands that might see you and you may have to adapt to it mm-hmm. and that's the biggest thing so i'm delighted you brought that up towards the end um so i i, I can't thank you enough care for for coming on and kind of chatting um and fingers crossed that you, you kind of get home in the next couple of weeks hopefully yeah
1: fingers crossed.
0: and the hand that- and, the, and the wedding and everything kind of goes ahead when exactly is the wedding meant to be planned where
1: um it's the wedding is the start of april
0: um, a little bit of time so,
1: yeah we've got we've got a for couple me. of months but yeah right now the goal is get home and see everyone for christmas hopefully hopefully we will whether anything's open who knows but once i'm home i'll just be happy to, to be home and yeah. to see like family and friends yeah
0: amazing uh kira thank you so much for for coming on um and sharing your journey
1: no so thank you for having me